GCSE Physics Audio, Energy by KScience.com. An object with more energy in its thermal energy store will mean the object has a higher temperature. If energy is transferred into the thermal energy store of an object the particles will then vibrate more. If particles in an object vibrate more, there is more energy stored in the particle's kinetic energy store. Thermal energy is transferred from an object's thermal energy store to another object which has a lower temperature. When energy is transferred out of an object's thermal energy store, the particles will vibrate less, and have less energy stored in the particle's kinetic energy store. Anything that is moving has energy in its kinetic energy store. The faster an object moves the more energy is transferred into its kinetic energy store. If the object slows down, energy is then transferred away from its kinetic energy store to another store. If you lift an object, there is an energy transfer from your chemical energy store to the gravitational potential energy GPE, store of the object. The higher you lift the object the more energy is transferred into that raised object's gravitational potential energy store. Elastic potential energy is the energy stored in an object when it has been stretched or compressed. If a person pulls an elastic band it will stretch, this is because there is an energy transfers from the person's chemical energy store to the elastic band's elastic potential energy. When the person lets go of the elastic band, it moves. This is because the energy stored in the elastic band's elastic potential energy store is transferred to its kinetic energy store and therefore moves. Chemical energy is the energy stored in fuels, foods, and batteries that can be transferred by chemical reactions. Nuclear energy is the energy stored in the nucleus of an atom. The larger the nucleus of an atom, then more energy is stored in the atom's nuclear energy store. The smaller the nucleus of an atom, then less energy is stored in the atom's nuclear energy store. U-238 has a relative atomic mass of 238, which means it has a total of 238 protons and neutrons. He-4 is helium and has a relative atomic mass of 4, which means it has a total of 4 protons and neutrons. This means the U-238 has the larger atom. Therefore there is more energy in the nuclear energy of the U-238 atom. As the pendulum is lifted there is an energy transfer from the chemical store of the person to its gravitational potential energy, GPE, store because the pendulum is lifted higher above the ground, and into its kinetic energy store because it's moving. When the pendulum is stationary at its highest point, there is energy in the gravitational potential energy store, but no energy in the pendulum's kinetic energy store because it's not moving. As the pendulum falls, there is an energy transfer from its gravitational potential energy store to its kinetic energy store, and the pendulum's speed increases. The pendulum's height increases after it passes its lowest point, and there is an energy transfer from its kinetic store to its gravitational potential energy store, and its speed decreased. When a current is supplied to the kettle's heating element, there is a transfer of energy from the electrical energy store in the wire due to the flow of electrons to the thermal energy store in the heating element of the kettle. If there is water in kettle, there is a transfer of energy from the thermal energy store of the heating element to the thermal energy store of the water. Not all the energy is transferred into the water's thermal energy store from the heating element's thermal energy store. 
Some energy is transferred to the thermal energy store of the surroundings as wasted energy, another word for wasted energy is dissipated energy. Work done is the energy transferred when a force moves an object through a distance. Work done is the same as saying energy transferred. When you push, pull, or lift something, you are overcoming frictional forces such as friction or the object's weight due to gravity. The formula that links work done, force applied to an object and distance is work done equals force x distance. If you lift an object, there is an energy transfer from your chemical energy store to the gravitational potential energy GPE store of the object. The higher you lift the object the more energy is transferred into that raised object's gravitational potential energy store. The amount of energy in the object's gravitational potential energy store depends on its mass, the height the object is lifted, and the gravitational field strength the object is experiencing. The formula for an object's GPE is, GPE equals mass x height x gravitational field strength. The gravitational field strength on Earth is 9.8 n slash kg. Anything that is moving has energy in its kinetic energy store. The faster an object moves the more energy is transferred into its kinetic energy store. If the object slows down, energy is then transferred away from its kinetic energy store to another store. The kinetic energy of an object depends on the object's mass and speed. So the faster the object is traveling, and the greater its mass, the more energy will be stored in the object's kinetic energy store. The formula for an object's kinetic energy is kinetic energy equals 0.5 x mass x speed squared. The gravitational potential energy stored in an object increases the further the object is moved upwards away from ground level. The kinetic energy stored in an object increases the faster the object is moving. When an object falls, energy from its gravitational potential energy store is transferred into the object's kinetic energy store. If there is no air resistance, you can use the principle of the conservation of energy to get energy lost from the gravitational potential energy store equals the energy gained into the kinetic energy store of the object. When an object is stretched, or compressed energy is transferred into the object's elastic potential energy store. The equation to calculate the energy stored in a spring when it is stretched is elastic potential energy equals 0.5 x spring constant x extension squared. The specific heat capacity of a substance is the energy that is required to be gained or lost from 1 kilogram of the substance to increase or decrease the temperature of the 1 kilogram mass by 1 degree Celsius. The unit for specific heat capacity is J slash Coke. The unit written out in full is joules per kilogram per degree Celsius. If the specific heat capacity of a substance is 1000 J slash Coke, and you have 1 kilogram of the substance, then 1000 J of energy needs to be transferred into the thermal energy store of the 1 kilogram object to increase its temperature by 1 oc. To calculate the energy stored in the kinetic store of a car, or any object, you use the formula, ek equals 0.5x mxv squared. For the car to decrease its speed energy must be transferred from its kinetic store to the thermal energy store of the brakes. If a car has 100,000 J of energy in its kinetic energy store, 100,000 J of energy must be transferred to the thermal energy store of the brakes. If energy is transferred into the brakes thermal energy store, 
then the temperature of the brakes will increase. To calculate the temperature change of the brakes you rearrange the specific heat capacity formula to temp change equals energy transferred divided by mass x specific heat capacity. The value for energy transferred is the energy transferred from the kinetic energy store of the car to the thermal energy store of the brakes. Power is the rate of doing work. Power can also be described as the rate of energy transfer. So power is how quickly energy is being transferred from one store to another store. The equation that links power, energy transferred and time is power, W, equals energy transferred, J, divided by time, S. The equation that links power, work done and time is power, W, equals work done, J, divided by time, S. Work done is the same as saying energy transferred. Conduction is the transfer of energy through particles in a solid. When energy is transferred into the thermal store of a solid, the energy is transferred across the kinetic energy store of the particles. When a particle has more energy in its kinetic energy store the particles vibrate more. So when the particles vibrate more, they collide more with their neighboring particles. When particles collide, Energy is transferred from the kinetic energy store of a particle to the other particle's kinetic energy store. The more kinetic energy particles have in a solid, the higher the energy in the thermal energy store of the object. When particles collide with a radiator, energy is transferred from the heater's thermal energy store into the kinetic energy of a particle in a liquid or gas. This energy transfer is by the process of conduction. The particles now move faster. When a particle has more energy in its kinetic energy store they move faster and become less dense. Less dense particles will rise. As they rise, energy is transferred from the kinetic energy store of the particles to the thermal energy of the surroundings. This increases the temperature of the surroundings. As particles cool, they move slower, and becomes more dense. More dense particles fall. GCSE Physics Audio Current, Potential Difference and Resistance by KScience.com The job of a cell is to push the electrons around the circuit. A battery is two or more cells connected end-to-end. -end. An ammeter measures the electric current in units of amperes or amps. A voltmeter measures the potential difference in units of volts. A resistor limits the flow of the electric current. The resistance does not change. A variable resistor limits the flow of the electric current, but the resistance can be changed. If a problem in the circuit causes too much current to flow, the fuse breaks the circuit and the electric current stops flowing. The thermistor has a high resistance at low temperatures, and low resistance at high temperatures. A diode allows the electric current to flow in one direction only, stopping it in the opposite direction. A voltmeter measures the potential difference. An ammeter measures the current. The unit of potential difference is volts and the symbol is V. The unit of current is amperes, amps, and the symbol is A. Voltmeters are connected in parallel across the component. Ammeters are connected in series. An electron is a subatomic particle found in the shells of atoms. The relative charge of an electron is minus 1 and the relative mass is 1 1836. Charge is used to quantify the billions and billions of electrons which flow in an electric current. The unit of charge is Coulomb.
there are 6.24 by 1018 electrons in 1 coulomb of charge. The terms electron and charge are used interchangeably, however they are different. An electron is a subatomic particle found in the shells of atoms, and charge is how we quantify a large number of electrons. A cell stores chemical energy. The cell pushes the electrons around the circuit. Metals have giant metallic lattice structure. The electrons are delocalized and so are free to move, whilst the positive metal cations vibrate about a fixed position. The delocalized electrons transfer electrical energy as they flow. The electric current is the flow of electrons per second. The more electrons flowing per second, the higher the electric current. Electric current is the flow of electrons slash charge per second. Electron flow is when the negatively charged electrons flow from negative terminal of the cell to the positive terminal. The conventional current is when the negatively charged electrons flow from positive terminal of the cell to the negative terminal. The electron flow is the type of current that happens in real life. And although conventional current is scientifically wrong, it is the current we work with when using circuit diagrams. The cell stores chemical energy and pushes the electrons around the circuit. Potential difference is the energy transferred by the electrons. The unit of potential difference is volts, V. Electrical work is done by the electrons as they pass through the component. The unit of energy is joules, J, and the unit of charge is coulombs, C. Potential difference is the energy transferred by charge. The unit of potential difference is volts, V. Charge is how we quantify a very large number of electrons. The unit of charge is coulomb, C. The equation to calculate potential difference is energy transferred divided by charge. Resistance is how much a component in a circuit slows down the flow of current. The electrons colliding with vibrating ions causes resistance. More energy is needed to push the electrons through the wires and components as the resistance increases. Resistance causes the electrical energy to be transferred into other forms. The higher the resistance, the more energy needed to push the flow of charge through the wires and components. Ohm's law is where the current through a resistor at a constant temperature is directly proportional to the potential difference across the resistor. An ohmic conductor is a component where the resistance stays constant as the current changes, as long as the temperature is constant. As the potential difference increases, the current increases by the same rate each time. GCSE Physics Audio, Circuits and Components by kscience.com a series circuit is a circuit with only one complete loop. A parallel circuit is a circuit with junctions, where the electric current can take different paths. The electric current splits when it gets to a junction in a parallel circuit. Electron flow is when the negatively charged electrons flow from negative terminal of the cell to the positive terminal. The conventional current is when the negatively charged electrons flow from positive terminal of the cell to the negative terminal. A circuit diagram shows how electrical components are arranged. Every component has its own unique symbol and straight lines represent wires. A cell is one battery. Two or more cells connected end-to-end -end make a battery. Four 5-volt cells are used to make the 20-volts battery. Two 1.5-volt cells are used to make the 3-volts battery. For a circuit to work, 
the loop must be complete. If there are any gaps, or components are faulty slash broken, then the circuit will be incomplete and will not work. The electric current is the flow of electrons, charge, per second. A series circuit is a circuit with only one complete loop. The current is the same in each component everywhere in a series circuit. Current can never be used up in a series circuit. Electrons transfer energy as they flow around the circuit. A series circuit is a circuit with only one complete loop. The current is the same in each component everywhere in a series circuit. Electrons transfer energy as they flow around the circuit. The total potential difference of the power supply is shared between the components. The total potential difference of cells in series is the sum of the potential difference of each cell. Resistance is how much a component in a circuit slows down the flow of current. The more the electrons collide with the vibrating ions, the higher the resistance. The total resistance of two, or more, components in series is equal to the sum of the resistance of each component. Total resistance, brittle, ohm, equals a 1 plus a 2 etc. A parallel circuit is a circuit with junctions. The electric current splits at a junction. The total current in the circuit is the sum of current through the individual branches. The resistance increases when the current in the metal filament is increased. The temperature of the metal filament increases when the resistance increases. The metal cations vibrate more as the temperature increases causing the flow of charge to collide more with the vibrating metal cations. Initially the potential difference and current are directly proportional as they both increase. Then, as the potential difference increases, the current does not increase at the same rate, so is not directly proportional. As the potential difference keeps on increasing, the current only increases by a little. The electrical energy is transferred into light and thermal energy which dissipates into the surroundings. A light-emitting diode, LED, allows the electric current to flow in the forward direction only, stopping it in the opposite direction. The forward direction is when the current flows through LED in one direction. Light-emitting diodes are more efficient than filament lamps, as there is less wasted thermal energy. A light-emitting diode, LED, allows the electric current to flow in the forward direction only, stopping it in the opposite direction. The forward direction is when the current flows through LED in one direction. The resistance is very high in the opposite direction, so a diode is a non-ohmic conductor. In the reverse direction the current is virtually zero. Light-dependent resistors are also known as LDRs and are sensitive to light. LDRs have a high resistance at low light intensity, and a low resistance at high light intensity. The higher the light intensity, the lower the resistance, so the higher the current. Thermistors are sensitive to temperature. When the temperature increases, the resistance decreases. When the temperature decreases, the resistance increases. A direct current is where the electric current flows in one direction only. An alternating current is where the electric current repeatedly changes direction in successive cycles. The frequency of an alternating current is 50 Hz. The potential difference of the UK domestic main supply is 230 volts. The equation needed to calculate frequency is 1 slash T. The national grid is a network of transformers, 
Pylons are transmission cables which are sent to homes, offices, schools and factories across the country. Step-up transformers increase the size of the alternating potential difference from 25,000 volts to 400,000 volts whilst also decreasing the current at the same time. Step-down transformers decrease the size of the alternating potential difference from 400,000 volts to 230 volts to homes, or 100,000 volts or 33,000 volts to factories, whilst also increasing the current at the same time. Power stations predict the demand of the consumer based on normal behavior and then generate different amounts of electricity in the day. There are two peaks because when people wake up and come home from work slash school, many people are using appliances which need electricity. There is a lower period of power output because the majority of people are asleep so are not using appliances as they would be off. GCSE Physics Audio Magnetism and Electromagnetism by kscience.com. A magnet has a magnetic field around it. A magnetic field is a region where magnets and wires carrying a current and magnetic materials experience a force acting on them, which is a non-contact force. Magnetic fields can be represented by magnetic field lines, which are imaginary lines drawn around a magnet. These can be produced by placing a compass in a magnetic field and the north pole of the compass magnet will point in the direction of north within the magnetic field the compass is in. The direction of the field lines show the direction of the force a north pole would feel in that field. All magnets have two poles, a north and south pole. Like poles will repel, and unlike poles will attract. The poles are where the magnetic fields are strongest. There are two types of magnet called permanent and induced magnets. Permanent magnets produce their own magnetic fields, whereas induced magnets do not produce their own magnetic fields, but are magnetic materials that will turn into a magnet when placed in a magnetic field. The force between an induced magnet and a permanent magnet is always a force of attraction between north and south. If you place an iron nail in the magnetic field of a permanent magnet's north pole, the region of the nail closest to the field will be a south pole but the other end of the nail will be a north pole. If you remove the induced magnet out of the magnetic field it will quickly lose its magnetism. When a current flows through a wire, a magnetic field is generated around the wire. The magnetic field is formed of concentric circles which are perpendicular to the wire, with the wire at the center of the field. If there is no current flowing through the wire, a compass next to the wire will point in the direction of geographic north, which is actually magnetic south. If there is a current flowing through the wire, a compass next to the wire will point in the direction of the magnetic field formed in concentric circles around the wire. To determine the direction of the magnetic field you can use the right-hand rule, whereby your thumb points in the direction of the current, and your curled fingers in your fist points in the direction of the magnetic field. When you have a coil of wire and current flows through it, we call it a solenoid. When a current flows through the coiled wire a magnetic field is generated. The magnetic field lines inside a solenoid are strong and uniform and go in the same direction. The magnetic field lines outside the solenoid look like that of a bar magnet. The magnetic field lines go from north to south. If you increase the number of coils, the magnetic field's strength will increase. If the current flowing through the solenoid increases, the magnetic field's strength will increase. 
If you place a magnetic material like iron in a solenoid, it forms an electromagnet. If you place iron in a solenoid, the magnetic field's strength increases. If you take the iron out of the solenoid, the iron is no longer an induced magnet. The motor effect is when a current carrying wire in a magnetic field experiences a force. To experience the full force, the current carrying wire must be 90 degrees to the magnetic field. We can use Fleming's left-hand rule to determine the direction of the force acting on the conductor in a magnetic field, whereby the first finger represents the direction of the magnetic field, the second finger represents the direction of the current, and the thumb represents the direction of the force. We then determine the direction of the magnetic field which goes from north to south, and the direction of the current which flows from positive to negative. If we orientate our left hand correctly, the thumb will point in the direction of the force. GCSE Physics Audio, Particle Model and Matter by kscience.com Particles in a solid have a fixed regular arrangement, and the particles vibrate on fixed position. The forces of attraction between particles in a solid are stronger than in a liquid or a gas. Particles in a liquid have an irregular arrangement, and the particles can move past other particles. The forces of attraction between particles in a liquid are weaker than a solid, but stronger than in a gas. The particles in a liquid have more kinetic energy than in a solid, but less kinetic energy than in a gas. There are almost no forces of attraction between particles in a gas. The particles are free to move in any direction. The particles in a gas have more kinetic energy than in a solid or a gas. Particles in a solid have strong intermolecular bonds between the particles. When energy is transferred into the thermal energy store of an object, the kinetic energy store of the particles in the object increase, along with the internal energy store. When the temperature of the solid reaches its melting point, the particles have enough kinetic energy to cause the bonds between the particles to get weaker, and the solid will melt into a liquid. If more energy is transferred into the kinetic store of the particles, the internal energy store of the liquid will increase. At the boiling point, the energy is being used to break the intermolecular bonds between the particles and cause the process of evaporation, where the liquid is changing state to a gas. Density is the measure of the mass per unit volume for any substance. To calculate the density of a substance you divide the mass of the substance by its volume. The formula linking density, mass, and volume is density equals mass divided by volume. Rearranged for mass, the formula is mass equals density x volume. Density is the measure of the mass per unit volume for any substance. To calculate the density of a substance you divide the mass of the substance by its volume. The formula linking density, mass, and volume is Density equals mass divided by volume. To calculate the density of a substance you divide the mass of the substance by its volume. The formula linking density, mass, and volume is Density equals mass divided by volume. To calculate the density of a liquid you need to measure its mass and volume. To measure its mass, you firstly place the measuring cylinder on a balance, and zero the balance. To measure the volume of the liquid, you would transfer the liquid into the measuring cylinder, which is currently sat on a balance, which has been zeroed. You read the volume of the liquid in the measuring cylinder, and the mass from the balance, 
and to calculate the density of the liquid you divide the mass by the volume. To calculate the density of an irregular-shaped solid you need to measure its mass and volume. To measure its mass, you place the object on a balance. To measure the volume of the irregular-shaped solid, you would fill a eureka can to the top with water. You would then place an empty measuring cylinder beneath the spout of the eureka can. When you place the object into the eureka can, water is displaced and collected in the measuring cylinder. The volume of water collected is the volume of the irregular-shaped solid. To calculate the density of the object, divide its mass by its volume. To calculate the density of a liquid you need to measure its mass and volume. To measure its mass, you firstly place the measuring cylinder on a balance, and zero the balance. To measure the volume of the liquid, you would transfer the liquid into the measuring cylinder, which is currently sat on a balance, which has been zeroed. You read the volume of the liquid in the measuring cylinder, and the mass from the balance, and to calculate the density of the liquid you divide the mass by the volume. When a substance is condensing at the substance's boiling point or freezing at the substance's melting point, energy is transferred out of the thermal energy store of the substance and therefore decreasing the internal energy of the substance. When bonds are forming energy is released. So the internal energy of the substance will increase, but the temperature doesn't change. Downwards diagonal gradients show a decrease in temperature. The flat gradients show no decrease in temperature. When a substance changes state from a gas to a liquid we call this condensation. When a substance changes state from a liquid to a solid we call this freezing. Latent heat is the energy required to change the state of a substance. Specific latent heat is the energy required to change one kilogram of a substance from one state to another state without changing the temperature. The specific latent heat for changing state between a liquid and solid due to freezing or melting is called the specific latent heat of fusion. The specific latent heat for changing state between a liquid and gas due to evaporation or condensing is called the specific latent heat of vaporization. The formula to calculate the energy for a change of state is E equals mxL. If energy is transferred into the kinetic stores of a fixed mass of gas particles, their average temperature will increase, which means they increase in speed. Particles in a container will collide with their surface and exert a force at right angles to the surface, which add together to produce a net force and therefore a pressure. If the temperature of a gas increases, they move faster, leading to more collisions causing an increased net force and therefore an increased pressure acting on the surface of the container. Increasing the volume of the container means there are fewer collisions with the surface, which means there is a reduced net force, and therefore a decreased pressure. At ground level, the atmospheric pressure equals the air pressure inside of the helium balloon. This means that the net force exerted on the inside and outside of the balloon surface is equal. Because helium is less dense than air, the balloon rises. As the balloon rises, the atmospheric pressure decreases, so there are fewer collisions between the particles and the outside of the balloon. This leads to a difference in pressure between the inside of the balloon and outside of the balloon, so the balloon's volume increases. Now the balloon's volume has increased, there are fewer collisions inside the balloon, which leads to a lower net force and therefore pressure inside the balloon.